1: Conscious Couples and Individuals, welcome back to the One and Only Conscious Couples Podcast. One and only. Welcome. This is episode number 86. Are you in a surface level relationship? So are you living too much on the surface, in the shallows, so to speak? Too much superficial? Before we jump into this episode, we want to give a huge shout out and thank you to Next Level Podcast Solutions for producing this show and 51 others. It is growing. If you want to start, grow, or monetize your podcast, Next Level Podcast Solutions is the way. There will be a link in the show notes to check that out. Sweetheart, as always, ladies first.
0: My intention for this episode is to help our listeners understand if and identify when they might be in a surface-level relationship. Not only that, but by the end of this episode, I hope that with the awareness that we raise in this, we can help them kind of break free from that at least one small baby step at a time. All right. So I have a client who is in a
1: marriage and she is very, very fulfilled in her marriage. She, I asked her recently, I said, and I do this on a lot of my client calls. I say, where, are you, where do you have great momentum? She said fitness, a couple of other things, work. She's got a new job. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I said, where are you stagnating or losing momentum? And she said, her relationship. And she's like, nothing's really wrong. You know, we're good. But I'm kind of bored. And I think I talked about this on a couple episodes ago. But the reason she's bored isn't because the relationship isn't magnificent. The reason she's bored is because, so we dug into it, dug into it, dug into it, like we do on my coaching. And I pulled up the triad of transformation, which is humility, courage, and vulnerability. And I said, zero to ten. How much have you had humility? How much have you had courage? How much have you had vulnerability in your relationship? And she said, ooh, the vulnerability. I just don't feel like we talk often about Mm. what's wrong. Mm. We're kind of smooth sailing. We're kind of surface level. And I said, well, here's what you got to do. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised when you bring up vulnerable conversations with your partner. Because most likely, humility is not the issue. Mm -hmm. I said, zero to ten. How humble is your partner? She said, ten. And I already intuitively sensed that. I said, what about courage? She said, probably an eight. I said, vulnerability. She said, ah. Oh. <laughs> she said, his family, his parents, they're not that vulnerable. They don't really talk about things that are wrong. They don't really talk. They don't go deep. Yeah. And I said, you might be pleasantly surprised with how much your relationship transforms when you lead the charge. I said, it's up to you to go deep. It's up to you to lead the charge. And uh, this person has been doing a lot of mental health work. They've been doing therapy for years. They obviously have a coach with me, so we go deep. I said, is your partner doing the same level of depth Mm -hmm. in their own life? And she said, no. I said, you have to lead. Emilia came to me and talked about how she thinks I'm leaving opportunity on the table by not doing therapy. And so, she led by example. She's doing therapy, and now I do as well. And that's all you have to do. You might be pleasantly surprised with how much your partner flourishes and your relationship flourishes when you start leading by example. And talking about how you're feeling like they're living on the surface a bit
0: definitely and i actually i come from a a family where it's really i I would say normal to live on the surface which is it's not a bad thing per se for someone that is growth oriented it becomes and stacks up to feel very boring if you will so coming from a family where Surface level interactions are a lot more celebrated than, let's say, for example, vulnerable, very deep connections. I can attest to what you had kind of said to your client there, where if there's not vulnerability, then just staying on the surface is going to happen. And I brought that for so long into my personal relationships as well. It was a lot easier to stay on the surface than it was to go deep, than it was to get vulnerable in the areas that your client is getting deep in now. And it's funny because when, when I was prepping for this episode, one of the things that I really reflected upon is those who stay in surface level relationships ends up, while it might be alluring to have a very simple and surface level relationship, you see this a lot with like, not only marriages that have been, you know, a couple of years in, but you'll see it when you're first getting to know someone. You start surface level and then you kind of start to get deeper and deeper and deeper. That's when infatuation stage starts to kick in. That's when you start to get to know each other but when you're in a marriage that happens after a couple of years or after you get to a specific level where you're kind of coasting a little bit to what your client was saying Mm -hmm. and where you're coasting in your relationship is actually where you're losing momentum in the love train
1: well i want (laughs) to real quick share this so they got married they have a house they have six pets Which is wild. Uh, It's a lot. Yeah, it's it's a zoo over there. Uh, We have half of that, and we think it's a zoo over here. So we're with you if you're out there listening. Uh, We see you. It is a challenge, Mm -hmm. but they want to. Things are really, really, really good, which is awesome. That's the goal, but they're also a little bit coasting now. To your point, so I just wanted to bring the example back. But go ahead, love.
0: Yeah, definitely. And and what that ultimately does, essentially, the top three things that I wanted to bring into. This episode, like I said, per my intention is to raise the awareness if you are in a surface level relationship or if you might be headed in that direction. Because per this episode, hopefully by the time that you're done listening, you can start to kind of autocorrect and start to notice when you might be headed in that direction so that you can take proactive measures. But we can't do that if we don't understand what the downside is if we don't. And that's where the three biggest risks around this area of living in a surface level relationship comes in. Now, I want all of our listeners to think about a friend or a past intimate partner or even a moment where you're in your relationship and you're noticing there's a certain area that you guys are talking about that seems to not go any deeper than the surface. I want you to check in and like, how did that feel? Maybe it was with a friend and while they might be great at talking about like parties or the latest news when you actually want to shift gears and start to go into like what's been going on lately you're noticing they're like emotionally detached or maybe even with a family member where all they want to talk about is the next thing that you have to look forward to and they're not willing to kind of go into that vulnerability like this partner it seems not yet at least It stays so much on the surface that you don't get that deeper connection that by default we naturally seek. When we're in a relationship, we're naturally trying to lean more into it. We naturally want to and are drawn to deeper connection. And when we don't have that available to us, given the vulnerability or given the humility or given the courage, whatever that might be that's in the way, we risk some of the biggest components of life and living authentically. And that's really where risk number one comes in which is you're not able to live a life authentically to you because what ends up happening is you find yourself kind of lost in lost in the sauce, but more so lost in your own experience without being able to share that with your partner. So you end up feeling a tremendous sense of loneliness because for example, what your client's going through and growing through is the fact that she's exploring. I kind of like the visual that I have in my head is if you're in a submarine if you're someone surface level relationship, you're kind of just snorkeling. Anyone ever been in the ocean or done any sort of swimming, you're like literally staying on the surface. But when you start to go scuba diving, when you start to go deeper and deeper, think about the submarine going deeper into the ocean. You can explore the different parts that aren't really highlighted yet. And only if you have that flashlight to kind of turn that attention towards that area The depth, you know, that's where the connection and the discoveries really come. And if you... It's more exciting, but it's also more risky. It's scary. Exactly. Because you don't, you Mm -hmm. might not know what you'll find down there. Same thing when it comes to relationships. When you start going vulnerable, when you start being courageous, when you start, you know, digging into your personal growth in all of these arenas that it seems like this client is doing, you end up uncovering things about yourself that maybe you might get so excited for and want to bring to your partner. But yet if they haven't gone to that level of growth themselves, it might be really challenging for them to go vulnerable, to go deep, and to really see you in that. Mm -hmm. I believe Renee Brown talks about how it's story stewardship, which is when someone shares your experience, like say, for example, I'm sharing a story to you about how I went into my therapy call and we uncovered XYZ, Y, would be like, babe, look what I uncovered. I bring it to you. If you were able to get excited in that, you'd be able to share in that moment with me. And that would help prevent me from feeling very alone in our relationship. And I could be
1: like, oh, I ended up talking that about that with my therapist. Yeah. We can now share in that experience together. And the idea here is twofold. I just, this just came up for me. Yeah. They say that you want to let life touch you. Mm-hmm. And the walls that we build to protect ourselves are the same walls that keep out emotional connection. Yes. The other side of that coin is this other quote that we've all heard as well, which is you can only meet your partner to the extent that they've met themselves. Mm-hmm. And so if I haven't gone to the depths of my own emotional intimacy with myself, how am I going to be able to connect with you on that deep level? Right. And so I this is another quick analogy, love. I remember I was in Worcester and I was at a an opening of this bar. The bottom was a bar. The top was a club. This was mm-hmm. in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And I think it was called Compass or something like that. I forget what it was. I don't think it was Compass. But anyways, the top club had only like house music. and It was so much. And the bottom was a bar and it was like classic rock, kind of like, Real music for lack of better phrasing, not just and I remember my friend came down and said, what are you doing down here? We're all up there. We're all up at the club. Mm -hmm. And I said, I just needed a minute. I needed to get out of (laughs) and I use this as an analogy because some people's relationships are like that. It's just like, yeah. can we not just live on the surface of? Nts, nts, nts? You need the high notes. You need the low notes. You yeah. need. It's supposed. No one wants a movie that the whole thing is just action. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a movie that. What's the one where they're racing through the desert? Do you know which? Or movie? gravity.
0: I'm, that's that's another. Gravity one. So
1: was. Like, <gasps> oh, okay. So if you've never seen Gravity, spoiler <laughs> alert: it is overly intense. <laughs> And it makes you, if you ever were excited to go into space, you will no longer be. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But the point is, is that when you listen to a song, I want the sad notes and the up notes. I want, I want the full spectrum and I want that in Emilia and I's relationship as well. I want, I want the happy and the joy and the fulfillment and the awesome and the success and the celebration, but I also want the vulnerability and the sadness and the depth and the challenge. Mm. I don't want to live like that club, like n's, 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 the weather's great. Let's go on vacation. The weather's great. Let's go on vacation. Let's do another vacation. What do you think? You know. <laughs> and some people live their life chasing <laughs> quick fix <Yeah>. to <laughs> quick fix to quick fix. And it is for the fucking birds. <laughs> I just don't believe that's why we're here. I don't. I think we're supposed to feel And we're supposed to experience, and I want a full spectrum life. I don't, I like sad songs and Mm -hmm. I like upbeat clubbing songs, Mm -hmm. and I love all everything in between.
0: I think that's so important. Yeah,
1: I just wanted to bring that analogy because I think that that's.
2: Hi, I'm Derek, and I just wanted to talk about relationship talks with Alan and Amelia. If you're looking to get some help on working with your relationships, you should definitely give them a shot. They can help you identify certain patterns on things that maybe you didn't realize that you've done or that have happened. And if you want to be able to just start really kind of narrowing down the things that you can work on now that'll help you be more efficient for future relationships or even the one that you're in, they are definitely the ones to go see as clearly they lead an example of what a great relationship should look like. And just in general, they're both incredibly intelligent and smart with just being able to pick out the things that maybe either you missed or that you knew, but didn't really quite click yet. So you should definitely, definitely give them a shot because they're very, very helpful and efficient at what they do.
1: If your relationship feels like n- 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 like that club did for me and you just need to get away mm-hmm. you need to go down below to the lower level and to get some sad songs yeah do it that's all i'm saying do <laughs> hashtag it
0: hashtag do it so risk risk number one is huge <clears well-meaning. throat> so that pro- proliferates into your health into well-being into longevity even and risk number two really great bridge to risk number two around this arena because What you had mentioned is things could just get swept underneath the the rug. So you end up in the you never actually get deep and you avoid any conflict that happens to come up. Yeah. Conflict avoidance. That's the biggest thing. And when there's a compound effect of conflict avoidance because you're living in a surface level relationship, while it might be great and it might be wonderful, it's wonderful on the surface. Mm -hmm. That which is not wonderful will bubble up and spill out at the least time you want it to. And so that's something that I want to encourage our listeners. If you feel as though there's a little bit too much getting swept underneath the rug and like, while it might feel good right now to live on the surface and not to have to, you know, hold your breath and go deep or go down into the rock area bar where you actually have a moment and it's scary and it's there's the dark depths. You don't know what's going to uncover in this like It will boil out and spill out at one point or another. All the the dust that's been swept underneath the rug that will come out at the times that are probably the worst. And we see that happen all the time with couples. And so the key here is if you're finding yourself sweeping things underneath the rugs, because at the surface level, it seems all good and dandy and mmsk mmsk mmsk.
1: Everybody's happy at the club, but
0: the next day
1: is a hangover. hangover. Don't forget.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I want to encourage everyone with that to be proactive about what are what are the minor conflicts that conflict isn't it's it's not a bad thing. It's actually really really constructive when you approach it in the right way. So that's risk number two. Risk number three is the biggest one that we're kind of hinting to here, which you and I adore so much. And really what it comes down to is it actually stunts your growth as a human being and whatever role you play when you just live on the surface. Because you won't have those tough conversations, it won't require you to be more, to become more, to emotionally develop, to develop in a personal thought conscious pattern when What is number three love? Number three is it stunts your growth and development. Okay. When you live on a surface level relationship. Okay.
1: So the three risks are number one. Loneliness. Loneliness. So you're feeling lonely. You want to get away. So you go down to the lower level and they're still clubbing upstairs. Mm-hmm. And does your partner come with you to listen to a sad song with you? Maybe dance. Yeah. Okay. Loneliness is number one. Number two is conflict avoidance. Mm-hmm. Are they avoiding you staying at the club with the friends and you're down there dancing by yourself with the sad song yeah and then number three which is it stunts your growth of Mm -hmm. course it does because you're not identifying and solving problems you're pretending challenges don't exist and struggles don't exist on the surface when if you really were to go down there there's a lot of challenges and struggles and the analogy to this is to emilia's point we watched a jurassic park movie one of them takes the island with a volcano there's a volcano that explodes That sometimes is what happens when you live on the surface for too long. There's all this stuff bubbling up underneath, Mm -hmm. and instead of letting the volcano ooze out with tears, you explode, Mm -hmm. and it could explode and take the whole island, so that's the analogy, but... Okay, so sweetheart, one, one takeaway, one key takeaway for our so listeners. So
0: one key takeaway is actually going to be that step out of the surface level relationship. I'm going to encourage all of our listeners to redefine what a quality relationship looks like and what that looks and feels like and how it shows up for you. Because on the surface, you might feel as though everything is good, but that doesn't necessarily you ha- mean you have a quality relationship with your partner or that you're headed in that direction where you can stand here and say, I have an extremely high quality relationship with my partner and we don't live on the surface. So I would challenge and encourage everyone to take away from this episode to redefine what a quality relationship looks like with your partner so that you can kind of venture just below the surface and maybe, who knows, one day carry down.
1: So maybe you are out there and you feel like you have a whole orchestra. You've got the violins and you've got the tubas and you've got every note. You've got the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows. You've got the club and the bar. You've got the sad songs and the upbeat songs. If that's true, good for you. Awesome. Keep it up. If it's not, let's get the spectrum a little wider here. Let's go a little deeper. Mm -hmm. And the key there would be vulnerability. Bring this up to your partner. Say, listen, I listen to this awesome podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm telling all my friends about it. It's called the Conscious Couples Podcast. I'm shouting it from the rooftops. They do
0: great work. They do great work.
1: (laughs) And they're obviously super humble about it. Uh, No, but I listened to this podcast episode and it got me thinking. I feel like we're living a little bit on the surface and I want to go a little deeper. Mm -hmm. That would be my key takeaway. Okay, uh, sweetheart, before we go, I want to tell our listeners about Relationship Talks Coaching. If you want to go deeper than even this podcast... Okay, we do have deeper depths to go into with you. This podcast is definitely deeper than the surface, but we can only go so many layers deep. If you want to uncover some of the challenges that you're having with us, this is a safe, vulnerable place to share that with us. And uh, it's called Relationship Talks Coaching. If you've ever been to couples counseling, it's just like that, except more goal-oriented, more solution-oriented. It's not just talking about your challenges, it's identifying them and really Taking action in the right direction, and we help hold you accountable to those actions. There's a WhatsApp group. We're really holding your hand and supporting you out of the depths, which, by the way, the deep, dark holes we find ourselves in actually, the tools and skills that we need to develop in order to climb out of those holes end up being what builds the magnificent relationship. Mm. To provide context real quick, in my 20s, I had several relationships, teens and 20s, and I made so many mistakes. And those mistakes brought me. To pain. And the pain brought me solutions and skills that I sought after to try to figure it out. And I've been able to bring every one of those tools and every one of those skills into my relationship with Amelia. So we're going to equip you in a beautiful way, you and your partner. So book on our calendar. We do a free one every Saturday, service Saturday. The link to register will be in the show notes.
0: Mm, and I can guarantee that because of our holistic approach, you will feel way more wholehearted after that session. It's not going to feel like a Woof, what just happened it's actually a huge hopeful moment for you and who knows your partner to really pave a beautiful future forward together so also speaking of show notes if and when you click on the show notes you will also see your personal invite to the registration link of our next free live virtual event which we host the third thursday of every single month the next one's going to be october 19th at six o'clock p.m eastern standard time this one's going to be getting into creating deeper emotional connection in your relationship so say for example you're by default of this episode you listen to it and you say you know what we are kind of living on the surface this is a great dipping your toe into that creating more emotional connection with your partner just try to figure out okay what is our unique approach to getting just beyond that surface like alan said widening the spectrum of your emotional connection and that in your relationship is so so important because that again that's what helps to place the bricks forward for you and your partner growing together not apart so we hope to see you there you don't have to have your camera or your mic on it's literally something that you can get around other people conscious couples conscious singles who are doing their thing, trying to show up and honor the love that they know should exist in this world. So we would love to see you at that. We love meeting our listeners, and we hope you join us.
1: I just thought of a really funny reference before we go. For the Harry Potter fans out there, there is a scene where Hermione is articulating to Harry what a girl that is interested in him must be feeling. She's conflicted about Cedric. She feels guilty about kissing Harry, but she also wants Harry. She blah, blah, blah. And Ron goes, come on, no one person can handle all of that. And she said, yeah, just because you have the emotional range of a teaspoon. Oh, You remember that man. scene, Love? Quite the day. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, if your partner is like Ron <laughs> and has the emotional <laughs> range of a teaspoon, you should probably attend our event. Definitely. Uh, before we go here, as always, it is not about you or me. It's about the we. We'll talk to you next
0: time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is a Lazarus 88.
1: Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with
0: someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we.